everyone, and welcome to Clitastic Chronicles, a pleasure-positive podcast created by smile makers for people with clitorises. I'm Cecile, and today I'm speaking with Dr. Jess. Dr. Jess runs a sexual health clinic here in Singapore. A general practitioner by training, she has developed a keen interest in female and sexual health. Her practice offers management of female health issues and bridges the gap between regular GPs and gynecologists and sexual health specialists. Today, we are talking about sexual health, what it actually covers, and how to take care of ours. Let's dive in. Hi, Dr. Jess. Thank you very much for being here with us today at the Smile Makers podcast. And what we want to talk about is about sexual health. So the first thing that I would like to ask you is, how would you define sexual health and how is it different from reproductive health? Well, thank you, Cecile, for having me here. Now, I've always had this qualm about how uh, the public or people in general view sexual health versus reproductive. Now, when I think about reproductive health, it generally is centered around things like fertility, you know, ability yeah. to conceive, difficulties with conceiving. Yeah. But when I think about sexual health, I think about an issue or many, many issues that could involve anyone, men and women, across their entire lifespan. From the time they start something as early as masturbation, right through the times as they age and encounter issues like menopause or andropause, which is like a menopause version in men. And it's also a couple-centered issue. Many times people feel sexual health really is sexually related diseases, so STDs. But what about the day-to-day issues that people encounter? You know, problems with uh, sexual intercourse, pain with sexual intercourse, problems with uh, urination that is also coupled with with our sex organs as well, problems with pooing, which can also be coupled with sex problems. So often these things are, are negated. They're okay. out of sight, and people don't fully understand how all-encompassing uh, sexual health can be. Okay. So then how is it different from gynecology or from therapy? Ah, okay. So the problem with um, gynecology in that sense, it's because it's a traditional practice. The gynecologists are very busy people. They run traditional practices, and they're looking after a wide variety of conditions. You're talking about gynecological cancers, you're talking about uh, reproduction, pregnancies, you're talking about certain diseases that involve the, uh, for example, the the female reproductive tracts. I'm talking about the vagina, the cervix, the the ovaries, the uterus. So they've got a lot on their hands and they run practices that are busy. So they're seeing one patient after another, one patient after another. Now, if you want a consult where you get full-on service, time, time that is dedicated by the doctors to look into your sexual health-related matters. And this could be issues with sex, this could be issues with arousal, this could be issues with pleasure. Then you would require time. And someone who can afford you that time is a specialist or a professional that practices what we call sexual medicine. And there are various many specialists, actually, that are involved in this field. And I'll I'll get to that in a short while. But you also mentioned therapy. Yeah. So when you mentioned therapy, a few things come to my mind. Are you talking about physiotherapists that can be involved in uh, sexual health issues? 
Are you talking about psychotherapists, sexologists who are also involved in uh, sexual health issues? Because when it comes to uh, having intimacy or having sex, and sex by definition doesn't uh, involve just intercourse, yeah. uh, all of that involves the state of mind. Yeah. Presence of you being 100% present in that moment. So that would involve the element of sexology or yeah. the psychotherapist. So, yeah, that's that's kind of uh, to answer your question and how uh, sexual medicine there are, doctors are different from the gynecologist and how they're different from a therapist because therapists, you either just get uh, the therapists who deal with the state of mind side of things, the emotion side of things, which are extremely, extremely important, a huge part of sexual medicine. Yeah. And then you have the physiotherapist, another type of therapist that are involved in uh, sexual medicine or sexual health related issues, who deal directly with things like your pelvic floor. Okay. So, you know, your pelvic floor is so important because that's the, the, the bowl that holds yeah. in all the organs that are involved in your sexual health. For men, for women, your prostate for men, uh, the, the penile tissues for men, uh, the bladder for men. For women, it would be things like the bladder, your vagina, your uterus. All of that's being held in by this pelvic floor. So anything that happens to that pelvic floor affects the function of your sex organs affects the function of your vagina, for example, in men, affects the function of your penis and your testicles, uh, sorry, vagina in women, and affects the function of your penis and testicles in men. It affects your urine function. Okay. You might find that you're running to the toilet quite a lot, yeah. and you probably never thought much about it, and it affects the way you poo as well. Okay. So um, that's how it's kind of different between a gynecologist and also therapist. Okay. And when do you think someone should seek help when it comes to their sexual health? Anytime when you find that there is a concern that you're unable to shake off. Okay. So, for example, if you have, uh, and I'll start with an issue that's very commonly encountered, um, pain uh, during intercourse. It's, it's a problem that I think many of us at one point in time have encountered. Commonly, the problem is persistent. You know, it happens once and then it keeps happening again and again. Don't ignore it, you know. Uh, seek assistance for it. And you would only be able to find the right person or the right group of professionals to help you if these professionals are out there with what they do. So commonly you might attend it to a guy, you might attend a gynecologist. And uh, you may or may not have a very thorough examination to look at the full uh, the full realm of things when it comes to your sexual health. Because you ideally, if you have an issue, for example, with pain with sex, you ideally would need to have your urine tract examined, you would need to have both your vagina examined, you would need to have your pelvic floor examined, you need many things examined. You would need to also have a conversation around how you feel about sex mm. and how you feel about your partner. There's also relationship elements with this. So ideally, whenever you do have an issue, just like with anything you might experience, stop yourself from letting it fester yeah. and, and speak to someone, whether it's through a forum or even just touch base with a traditional gynecologist if it's a women's health issue. It's all right because at least you might be led somewhere else if you don't know whom to go to. Okay. And that's my like, question on sexual health. Like You've mentioned different uh, expertise around our sexual health. What is... How do we get started? How do we find the right person for us uh, when we 
want to take care of our sexual health, like we've identified something is wrong. I mean, most of us do Google, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> is that a good thing? I don't think it's a bad thing. I mean, uh, it's, it's a great start point to get uh, uh, an entire battery of information. And it's the filtering part that's difficult because it, yeah. it requires a lot of research on one's part to look through, filter through all that information and go, hey, I feel that this is the right service for me. Look, there are many people that are involved in, in treating sexual health-related issues, and uh, and I can name a few a few specialists that are involved in this. You have uh, just your general practitioners. Yeah, you know, some general practitioners can also manage these issues, but it does depend on the thoroughness of it. And not all general practitioners are, number one, comfortable with dealing with such private yeah. issues that involve quite a lot of... Uh, um, sharing of emotion and also sharing of, of what we call vulnerabilities yeah. and uh, but there's someone you can go to because remember all your doctors are connected to other doctors yeah. and they might know someone who's better able to help you so it's always a great start point okay uh, some people go straight up to specialists so commonly the specialists that are involved are those that do quite a lot of men's health and women's health but often it's very specific they either do men's or they do women's so the women's health doctors are your gynecologists. Mm-hmm. So you might end up with your gynecologist. and Or you might end up with your urologist who deal with issues concerning the urinary tract and the penis. And there's also another group of um, doctors called andrologists. So they deal a lot with uh, male sexual health and also with a lot of hormones uh, in male sexual health. So there might be someone you might turn to as well. Another emerging field is that of sexual medicine. So it's a non-traditional practice, which is kind of what we run. So we're constantly training in this field as well, considering that it's a very new field. And a lot of our training comes uh, from overseas. We don't have, you know, locally-based training here. So these are sexual uh, sexual medicine experts or professionals. So, you know, we, we deal with them, both men and women. Then this then allows us to deal with a couple. Which makes sense, and it does not matter what your couple setting is, whether it's a heterosexual couple, whether it's a homosexual couple, whether it's a transgender couple, it's it's irrelevant. So, you know, uh, the ability to deal with both men and women uh, gives us that leverage, you know, gives sexual medicine specialists that sort of a leverage to deal with couples. Then, then you've got your sexologists or your psychotherapists. And you've got other therapists that we've mentioned before, the physiotherapists. And these are particularly physiotherapists that deal with your core and your floor. Okay. So, you know, it really involves quite a few different specialists okay. in this field. But I think a great start point is just speak to someone. But when you feel that you're not getting the answers, and usually you know when you're not yeah. satisfied with it, Keep doing your research and ask the pertinent questions to your doctors and don't be shameful about it. Just ask, hey, do you know anyone else who actually deals with these sort of things? Ask the question that's right in your mind, the tip of your tongue. It's not going to hurt you. So just go ahead and ask because they might know someone. They might not feel that you need it yet. They might think that, you know, their approach might be enough for you. So just go ahead and ask. Okay. Awesome. forums are useful as well. Thank you so much, Dr. Jess. No worries. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Clitastic Chronicles and found snippets of wisdom that you can apply to your own sexual health. If you like this podcast, share it around with your friends and give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're getting your podcast from. This will help us make it easier to find. 
For more sex positivity, head to our website at smilemakerscollection.com. See you there.